When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. It is finally here. The NFL draft is tonight, and we are irrationally excited. It is Chris Carlin and Chris Canty. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. I couldn't be more fired. I woke up legit excited today, Canty, and I got to tell you, I'm almost alarmed at how excited I am for this tonight. Carlin, who do you think is more excited, you or the guys that are about to become multi-millionaires and get selected in the first round tonight? That would be those guys, except whoever's (laughs) going to Detroit. (laughs) Suits and ties yelling out, pay the guys, it's draft day. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's roll. Here we go. Only one place to start. The NFL Draft on ESPN Radio. Draft. Coverage of round one begins today at 7 on ESPN Radio and on ESPN. And we are talking about it right now to start tonight. Adam Schefter tweeting within the last 20 minutes or so, one veteran front office executive this morning told him, quote, this is the craziest draft I've seen in 30 years. I don't know what that means. I don't care. It's going to fire me up even more. Chris, we have got eight teams in the first round that have two first-round picks, and they kind of fall into three different categories when you look at them. The teams that are trying to climb out of last place and may not even still be able to do it tonight, the ones that are right in the middle and maybe can take that next step to be in a playoff team and the ones that are fighting hard to stay at the top despite making some moves that you would not have expected this offseason for teams that are legit contenders. So we start here. Who has the most pressure on them tonight as far as these teams are concerned? Chris, I, I think it's two teams. I think it's the Chiefs and I think it's the Packers. And I'll let you go on about the Packers because I agree with you that they are slightly ahead, but lay out as to why that's the case. Well, here's the thing. I don't know that the Chiefs are all that close to the Packers in terms of the overall pressure that Brian Gutekunst, the Packers general manager, is going into this draft with. Think about what the narrative around that team and around Aaron Rodgers has been for the last three or four years. It's Aaron Rodgers not having enough weapons. It's always allocating first-round picks toward defensive players. They haven't taken a receiver in the first round since Javon Walker. You, you, want, you care to know how long ago that was? I mean, all I'm simply saying is for Brian Gutekunst to offload Devontae Adams, a player that seemingly didn't want to be there anyway moving forward, and then to dole out a three-year, $150 million extension to Aaron Rodgers – you damn well better be right, and you better get the return on investment. And in order to do that, you got to hit a home run in tonight's draft with two first-round picks. So I, I'm, 
I, I think it's the Green Bay Packers by far. Now, granted, they play in the NFC North, so that's a low bar to clear in terms of them being able to get into the playoffs. But the question isn't about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers getting in the playoffs. It's about them competing for a championship. And in order to do that, they're going to have to add two guys on their team tonight that can be significant contributors. But here's the thing for me about the Chiefs. Chris, they have been to the conference championship four years in a row. They've got one Super Bowl championship. They lost another. You have Patrick Mahomes, who is your guy for the next 10 to 12 years, at least seemingly. Having said that, they made a a move this offseason in trading Tyreek Hill that I, I think is just so against the grain of where they should generally be thinking. To me, the Chiefs should be much more in the mindset of what the Rams are doing, of Screw the picks. Let's make sure we get there, and let's make sure that we're winning championships right now in the prime of Patrick Mahomes while we have the opportunity. And we will worry about next year, next year. I get that that's not how the Chiefs operate. But tonight, you have to prove that trading Tyreek Hill was the right thing to do. And that means getting his replacement and and making sure that he's pretty close to being what Tyreek Hill was. And that's also making sure that this dynasty that could be becomes the dynasty that it is supposed to be. Well, big fella, I don't know that you're going to be able to replace Tyreek Hill. I think this is going to have to be by committee as far as Kansas City is concerned on offense. It's going to have to be you know, MVS and Juju Smith-Schuster, Miko Hardman, Travis Kelsey, all of these guys are going to have to play a role in trying to offset the, the right, production but, but, that but, you've got Kelsey, from Tyreek We're further down the road, and, and those other guys, Hardman can scare you. The other guys, Schuster's really good, but he doesn't. Nobody throws the fear of God into me, and that's what makes the Chiefs so dangerous offensively to me. Well, no, no, no. There's a guy that throws the fear of God in you. It's just that he's not out of receiver. It's the quarterback, Pat Mahomes. And what Andy Reid and Brett Veach are betting on is that Pat Mahomes is good enough to be able to elevate the talent of everybody around him so you don't miss Tyreek Hill as much as the $30 million a year he's getting down in Miami might suggest that you would. So I think that's the thing that you have to keep into perspective because anytime you're paying a quarterback $40-plus million on average annual value on their contract, they're going to have to be force multipliers, and that's exactly what Pat Mahomes is. And so although it might not look the same in terms of their overall offense and their scheme and the explosive plays that they've come to be known for, This is still going to be an explosive offense, and I still look at the Kansas City Chiefs as the class of the AFC West, even though you're talking about a division that's gotten a lot better overnight. And that's it's it's not even just the AFC West, too. It's the entire AFC, and that's why it's it's harder to kind of fight those teams off. Let's go to those teams in the middle. Let's go to the teams like the Saints and the Eagles that are are trying to take that, that next step forward tonight. Out of those two teams... What can can they do enough tonight to challenge to win their division? Well, yeah, I already got Philly winning the division. I, I believe in the Philadelphia Eagles more than I do the Dallas Cowboys. And big fella, 
you know I don't like to say that. I know you, you don't. Know, you know it hurts. My I know heart it kills you. <laughs> I don't like to say that. But I just believe in the direction that this team is going in. They they found an identity with Jalen Hurts being a focal point of that run game, and then defensively, you're talking about a top ten outfit from a year ago. Now they had some guys in their back seven that ended up leaving this offseason, whether it was free agency or cap casualty. And so I do think they need to re- replenish the ranks on that side of the ball. But I could also see an argument for trying to add more weapons around Jalen Hurts in order to give him a shot in year number two to prove that he's your long-term answer at the quarterback position. That's why I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility that the Eagles go wide receiver with the 15th overall pick. And, Carlin, I'm not out on a limb in saying that. I'm not out there by myself because our very own Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper Jr., both in their last mock drafts, have the Philadelphia Eagles taking Alabama wide receiver Jamison Williams. So I I love the idea of adding weapons around Jalen Hurts because he is going into his fourth year, and you're going to have to make a decision on what you're going to do with him long term. I I love Jamison Williams for the Eagles. I can't believe I actually love another wide receiver. It's going to be three years in a row. Somebody call Matt Millen and let him know because – Jalen Rager was such a disaster. And, you know, it's funny, Chris. I saw this the other day. The Eagles would be open to trading Jalen Rager. You know, when you say a sentence like that, that's like me saying, I'd be open to losing 40 pounds by tomorrow. People just laugh when they hear it. It's not anything that's earth-shattering at all. I, I believe that the Eagles, if they come out of tonight with – another wide receiver like Jamison Williams or, or, and, excuse me, a corner that they have done their job, that they have gotten uh, markedly better. And to me, that would put them ahead of the Cowboys because of that trust factor that I would, and I can't believe I, I have that on, on Howie Roseman over Dallas, but I do. And so for me, that's absolutely the team that I think can make that next step forward tonight. Just color me skeptical on the Saints until that quarterback situation is fixed, you know? Well, they're not overtaking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady coming back. That's not happening. Maybe you had a shot if Brady rode off into the sunset, but with Tom Brady coming back, I don't care that Bruce Arians is in the front office now and that Ty Bowles is on the sideline. That doesn't matter to me at all. They still got Tom Brady? They, they still got that those weapons? Okay, I'm good. I, yep. I'll roll with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers until until otherwise notified. Like, that's that's the team that I'm buying in the NFC South. When you tell me the Saints have their long-term solution at quarterback and you show it to me, then we can start to talk about it. And then – And not to mention this, Carlin, about the yeah. Saints, we can't dismiss the loss of Sean Payton, too. Oh, absolutely. Like everybody talks about, oh, well, Bruce Arians ain't going to be on the sideline for the Bucs. Neither is Sean Payton. I mean, You're neither right. Neither is Sean Payton. It's going to be Dennis Allen. So, yep. shame on me for not saying that right away because you're 100% correct on that. And then there's the last part. The teams like the Jets, the Giants, the Texans, or Detroit, which of these teams makes the quicker leak? This brings us to Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Listen up. Here's what I'm going to tell you. When the New York Jets win a Super Bowl in the next three to four years, Today will be the day, today and tomorrow will be the days that you look back on and say, that's why it happened. That's what I said. Mm, Four picks strong. in the top 38. 
I, That's strong. It is strong, and I do believe they're getting a lot of the right pieces in place, and I don't expect them to be a playoff team this year, but I think they're that team that can make that biggest jump out of those four. Here's what I'll say about that. I just, it, it, I'm so you uncomfortable can me. with okay. the division that they're in, Carlin. I, I mean, that's a tough division. The Buffalo Bills, the New England Patriots, the Miami Dolphins have been really, really aggressive. I, I just, I don't know with that division that we're going to be talking about in a couple of years, the New York Jets being able to be the class of the AFC East. I, I just, I don't know. I, I think they're putting a pretty good foundation in place. The fact that they're poised to invest in the offensive line the way that they have in the Joe Douglas era gives me hope because that's how I believe you build a football team from the outside in. But we still have a huge question mark about the quarterback position, and I just that's the one wild card that we just can't account for, whether or not Zach Wilson can do enough to prove that he's going to be that guy to prove that he's capable of being able to go throw for throw with Josh Allen. Let's go to Stephen A. Smith for some reaction to my Jets take. Stay off the weed. <laughs> that that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. It's oh, straight man. talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. We are just getting started. You can tell the energy is there. It is draft day. We are fired up. And we are got you covered today, pillar to post. We'll get into some NBA as well at a very, very tight night. For the city of Philadelphia, we'll get to that in just a bit. Not just because of the draft. Holy cow, Doc Rivers. Holy cow. We'll get to that as well. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive can protect your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, ATV, RV, and more. In short, a lot of things. Bundle today at Progressive.com. It's Canty and Carlin. Got to check out our new show weekdays, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN Radio. We're in for Greeny today. Up next, oh, yeah, big, big night for the city of Philadelphia. So how close are these Eagles? There's one man in the ESPN family who is synonymous with that city and the NFL. We will discuss with him next. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Huge night tonight for so, so many teams in the NFL draft. We get to one in particular and a few others with Sal Palantonio, who joins us in just 30 seconds. What makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination? Because they offer free battery testing and charging and reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99. And they've always got your battery solution. Get in the zone, AutoZone. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. The great Sal Palantonio, ESPN NFL reporter, joining us right now. Sal Pal, it's draft night, and as we've been talking about it for the first bit here, I mean, we're kind of unreasonably excited. So what's got you excited for this draft tonight? That I'm on the show with Canty and Carlin, man. These are my guys. You guys are my guys now. Come on. When I heard you guys are going to be together, I said, hey, on draft day, I want to be on their show. I'm excited for you guys being together on the radio. This is exciting. No, I appreciate well, Sal, We're excited too, man. We're fired up to have you on the show. And I know there's some young men in Vegas that are fired up that they're about to become a part of the NFL. But I want to ask you about a name. That won't be on the draft board tonight, but he could be on the move, that being Debo Samuel. What's the latest that you're hearing on that front in terms of the 49ers potentially consummating a deal to send Debo packing? Well, I think it's a super hard deal to put together, and I don't know why in the world, if you're John Lynch or Kyle Shanahan, you would want to trade Debo Samuel. He accounted for 28% of the 49ers' yards from scrimmage last year. 28%, Chris, fourth most in the league behind Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, and Cooper Cup. You're not trading those guys. I mean, if you take away Debo Samuel and you trade Jimmy Garoppolo and you hand the keys to the car to Trey Lance, you know, it's, it's, it's learn to drive time. I mean, it's going to be rough for the Niners. It's, you're almost irrelevant until Trey Lance figures it out. He may turn out to be a quality, productive NFL starting quarterback, but he's not there yet. So I don't know how you trade him and for who and for what, in the immortal words of my good friend Ricky Waters. For who, for what are you trading Debo Samuel? I mean, he is one of the top five most important players in the league based on his yards from scrimmage production last year. And he's got that wide back, uh, you know, category now that he has been the trailblazer to. So I I don't know how you trade him. I just don't. I know the Jets want him very badly. But if they're thinking just the 10th overall pick in the first round and maybe a couple of things, I don't think that gets it done. Not with Debo Samuel. No way. Sal Palantonio, ESPN NFL reporter with us. Okay, to play devil's advocate for a second, you get beyond the draft. He doesn't get traded here. So, Sal, how will they be able to mend these fences that seemingly Debo has put up with the organization? A lot of commas and a lot of zeros. (laughs) 
<laughs> it seems hey, like that's the problem, on, though. Come on now. I'm not wrong about that. No. No, definitely not. You know, it's one of those things, Sal, that though when you look at the Niners, though, right now, it, you understand why they wouldn't want to trade him, but I don't think we would be here if he was feeling like his numbers from the Niners in terms of the contract discussions was headed in the right direction. No, absolutely not. And and that's the root of all disgruntlement in the NFL, uh, uh, unless – you know, you have a problem with a coach or a quarterback, and there's no evidence of that, uh, or with the organization, and there's no evidence of that. I mean, the bottom line is he's the most important player on the West Coast, not named Cooper Cup. So pay the man. Just pay him and make him the focal point of your franchise. You're, you're, you're going to probably trade Jimmy Garoppolo, which means your quarterback's on a rookie contract. So you have to invest in Bosa and Samuel. That's it. Those, that's the economics of the league right now. And, and if you look at the economics of the league right now, and you look at where the NFL is headed, and you look at where this draft is headed, Chris, it's about pass rushers. It's about getting to the quarterback. Do you have D linemen who are dis- disruptors? who are game wreckers, who penetrate the line of scrimmage, play behind the line of scrimmage, proven in the last two Super Bowls. Aaron Donald should have been the MVP. Todd Bowles in that defense against Patrick Mahomes in the second. Second should have been the MVP two years ago. It's either you're playing quarterback or you're getting to the quarterback right now in the National Football League. Talking with Sal Palantonio, ESPN NFL reporter on Greeny and Sal Pal. A lot of intrigue in the top 10, and of course, the Giants and the Jets both have multiple picks within the top 10. Which organization is under the most pressure to get it right tonight? Well, I think it's the Giants, right? Uh, Because they've got a new head coach and a new general manager, and they're moving in a new direction. And, you know, they have to figure out where they're going with Daniel Jones. And there, you know, there's just so much more expected of the Giants. I mean, we we all we we know the metropolitan area. We know what it's like. The Giants are one of the Tiffany organizations in the NFL. The Jets haven't made the playoffs in 13 years. Then and, and they seem to be in a perpetual rebuilding mode. So I think it's on the Giants to figure this out. You know, you're in a major metropolitan area, the number one in the country. The NFC East, all eyes on the NFC East. All four teams in the NFC East have not won a playoff game in the last three years. Mm. So the division is wide open. You should be able to get it right. You've got a stadium that prints money. You've got fans that pay and show up and pay big money. And, and you should be able to get it right. And I think there's much more pressure on the Giants. And, and I, I like Brian Dayball, and I like – Uh, what they're going to try to do with that offense. But the bottom line is they have to score more points. They need players who can put the ball in the end zone. And if I'm the Giants, I want to be looking at players in this draft who are going to be productive offensive players. That's the number one thing. If you're going to support Daniel Jones, do it the right way. Sal, when uh, you're with the Eagles tonight, so – Draw up the scenario for us that Howie Roseman is looking for to play out this evening with their two first-round picks. 
Well, Chris, it's it's no secret that Howie Roseman is Trader Howie. 64 draft trades since he joined the front office in 2000. Second only to the Patriots. And it's no secret that he wants to move up into the top 10 and get a blue chip prospect. Going to be tough to do because what I'm hearing, Chris, is that they're reluctant to give up 15 and 18 in the first round to move up into the top 10. They may have to do something close to that, but I really hear that they want to pick twice in the first round somewhere along the way. They want to build around Jalen Hurts, making the playoffs in Sirianni's first year. They think they can steal the division this year if they get the right help around their young quarterback. But the the, the bottom line is to go back, and this is right in Chris Candy's wheelhouse. I mean, I'm speaking to the choir there. I'm telling you, you got to be able to get to the quarterback in the NFL. The last two Super Bowls proved that. The Eagles were 29th in the league in sacks last year. They've got to get more production out of their defensive line. They don't play a high blitz percentage defense. They play a lot of zone behind it, not a lot of man-to-man. They've got to get somebody who can cover on the right side opposite Darius Slay, and they got to get another disruptor up front. Maybe it's Jordan Davis out of Georgia. I don't know, but they got to get, two, in my view, two defensive players that can really help this football team. It's Kenny and Carlin talking to Sal Powell on Greeny. And Sal, there's always intrigue around the Dallas Cowboys as well on draft night. What are you hearing about what Jerry Jones and company could potentially do with the 24th overall pick? Well, I, I think they have to – I mean, they scored over 500 points last year, Chris. So um, do you help solidify an offensive line that's already good but somewhat aging and there's been a lot of moving parts there? Or do you help the back end of your secondary? That, that's, that's the key thing uh, for them is their point differential was very high, but in the playoffs they couldn't get off the field. So, I mean, that's to me the number one thing that they have to do. Talk about a team that's totally under the gun and on the clock. It's the Cowboys because, uh, you know, they're in a position where they have the best quarterback in the division. And they have, uh, in my view, uh, a head coach who's on the hot seat. You know, he's got to get it done, and he's got to get it done pretty quick. All right, Sal, last one. You're in Philadelphia, as we know. Little bit tense on draft night to begin with. And then you add... A game six for the Sixers when they were up three games to none, and now it's three games to two. Describe what the tension level in that city is right now. It's pretty high, Chris. (laughs) It's pretty high. You know, uh, you just listen to sports talk radio here. You know, the guys, you know, the guy who cuts my lawn or cuts my hair, everybody, they're all, you know, Sixers and Eagles fans. They're all jawing at me constantly about what's going on. You know, they're pretty tense. Um, and it'll be interesting to see the ratings difference between the Sixers game and the draft. I think the Eagles, when they're supposed to pick, is not until about 10 o'clock, 10 p.m. Eastern. So I think there'll be a lot of Philly fans watching that Sixers game. I got to believe the Sixers get it done tonight. I just, I think MB goes into beast mode and maybe Harden will, you know, take more than 20 shots tonight. 
It would, it would be nice to see, Sal. Yeah, it'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Enjoy tonight. Looking forward to you'll be with the Eagles tonight during the draft on ESPN's coverage beginning at 7. Thanks. Candy and Carlin love it, baby. Love that. <laughs> the God. great Sal Palantonio. Thanks, Sal. Awesome stuff. The NBA Playoffs on ESPN Radio from the play-in tournament. Free at the horn. He's got it. Until a champion is crowned at the finals, the NBA playoffs are on ESPN Radio. And yes, it is the Sixers in Game 6 tonight against the Toronto Raptors in Toronto. And Chris, I, I can't help but be nervous if I'm the 76ers right now. I hate what's going on with James Harden, and I know that he can distribute and make everybody else better. But it's time to be not the alpha. That's Joel Embiid, but that's the 1A alpha, if you will. James Harden has got to step up tonight. And when you have a situation like this where there's got to be a little bit of tightness in everybody's, well, let's say stomach, you have to just, you have to get that out of the way quickly tonight and get off to a great start. No, no question about it. I mean, this is the the situation where you just don't want to let a team like Toronto hang around because with every win that they get, they're going to get more and more confidence. And here's the thing. Coming into this series, Carlin, when we looked at the coaches involved in this series, there was no question who was the better of the two coaches. It's mm-hmm. Nick Nurse by far. Yep. And so I guess a part of the angst that the Philadelphia sports fans are feeling right now is knowing that Doc Rivers, a head coach that has blown playoff series after playoff series after taking commanding leads, is now the bus driver for your team trying to advance after they had a 3-0 lead against the hapless Toronto Raptors. We thought Toronto was drawing dead early in the series when they had Gary Trent Jr. out with illness. You had the injury to Scotty Barnes. We just didn't think that Toronto had enough bodies in order to be able to keep up with what the Philadelphia Sixers were bringing to the table. But now this team, after winning two in a row, they actually believe that they can get this done. And guess what? They're on their home court tonight facing elimination. Can you imagine the kind of energy that's going to be in Scotiabank Arena tonight? Oh, boy. Yeah. It's going to be it's gonna be a nervous situation oh, yeah. for the Sixers. Oh, yeah. Doc doesn't really want to hear about the series that he has blown. Let's hear from Doc. Yeah, Bubba was strolling around. Hold on. It's there. Right. Now, he's, now he's blaming me. So Bubba well, wasn't prepared for his job. It's so not even on the screen. What are you talking blaming about? Me. Wow. Bubba and, and Nuno just going screen. back and forth. about here? Wow. Wow. There, I'm, Bubba. One, geez. one, two, one, four. It's I mean, let's take struggles. you. Chris, let's peel the curtain back for a second, shall we? Can you let's believe these two going at each other, pointing the finger? Nobody's pointing the thumb? I mean, come on. It's, it's impressive to see these guys uh, actually pointing at the other one rather than somebody stepping up and taking accountability. You would think that Baker Mayfield is in the control room with them. Wow. And normally they're pointing, I mean, at, they're, at they're that, both I mean, pointing the finger at me. I mean, it's starting to get to that territory, though, right? I, I mean, I it mean, was mainly Chris's fault. I could have done without you just tossing the dock at 1037 when we're supposed to go to break. Yeah, see? seriously. There you did You did pull the pin and hand him a grenade, Carlin. That did oh, happen. This is, this is by no means is this is handing the ball off with two on the shot clock like Julius Randle. It's pretty Come close. Come it's on. close. It's close. It's almost like what Kyrie Irving did to Kevin Durant at the end of game one against the Boston Celtics. 
Well, it's 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 comparable. Here's what I Are know. you going to be the Kyrie of the show? Don't be the Kyrie of this show. I am not going to be the Kyrie of this show. How okay. dare you? I need you to show up every day. I will show up every day. Wait, how did All this right. turn into an attack on me? You inserted yourself in the conversation and Bubba, and Bubba made a very, very observant point. I'll tell you what it is. It's garbage. It's garbage. And I, I won't stand for it. I won't stand for much, but I, I certainly will not stand for that. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Trust us, Doc does not absorb. Doc is basically Bubba and Nuno. He will not take any of the blame for anything that has ever gone wrong. Is that fair to say? <laughs> Let's just sum up what Doc had to say in that one-minute clip. Yeah, I think that's along the lines of it. I, I don't understand why he continues to try to explain and defend his coaching record, Carlin. That's the part that doesn't make sense to me. It's like Tom Brady said one thing in the Manny Arena documentary. He said, if you find yourself always trying to explain things, you're on the losing side of the argument. Well, Doc, based on your resume, you're on the losing side of the argument, meaning that you coach teams that have the tendency to blow leads. The one time you didn't blow it is when you had Kevin Garnett as the best player in your team leader, an all-time great. That's the one time that you didn't blow it. But all the other times, I mean, if you want to go back to 2003 yep. with the Orlando Magic when they had a 3-1 lead, he blew that one. You want to go to the 2010 finals against the Lakers, you blew that one with a 3-2 lead. The 2015 conference semis when he was with the Clips, he blew a 3-1 lead. And then 2020, I mean, he was with the Clips, he blew a 3-1 lead. I mean, how many 3-1 leads is Doc Rivers going to blow? He's on the verge of blowing a 3-0 lead. That's where we're at with Doc Rivers. So don't sit here and tell me that we need to put everything into its proper context. I got the context right in front of me, or I just read it off the sheet of paper. What do you want, Doc? Chapter just go verse. out there and finish off the series. How about that? So we don't have to talk about you and your teams blowing commanding series leads. Grady presented by Progressive Insurance. What do your home and auto have in common? They're yours, and Progressive protects them both. Bundle today at Progressive.com. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive. Up next, are we already into the Eastern Conference Finals? Wait, what? We'll explain next on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So much NFL draft to talk. It's Carlin, Canty, Canty and Carlin to be more specific. Our show every day from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. We're in for Greeny today. Don't miss round one of the NFL draft tonight on ABC, ESPN, and ESPN Radio. Coverage on ESPN Radio begins tonight. 
at 7 p.m. Eastern. And then, of course, there are the NBA playoffs. And the Bucks advanced last night by virtue of their 116-100 win over the Chicago Bulls. Chris, I think we already have the Eastern Conference Finals here between the Celtics and the Bucks because I just don't see the Miami Heat or anybody else getting to the finals. I think either of those two teams is going to get to the finals and play for a championship here. So you couldn't see the Miami Heat giving one or both of those teams a little bit of trouble? Because, I mean, if you think I can see them giving few... trouble. I could see them getting to six games, but I don't think the Heat are going to beat either of those two teams. Well, you remember the Heat did beat the Milwaukee Bucks down in the bubble a couple of years ago. So, I mean, yeah, it's not it, outside it, of Summer camp, yeah, that was nice. Summer camp. Yeah. <laughs> Summer camp championship. You're completely dismissive of the bubble. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, this. that was a nice little three-week AAU tournament they had down there. <laughs> That's essentially what it ended up being. But <laughs> but here's the thing. I, I do think we're talking about the two best teams in the Eastern Conference hooking up in the second round. Like the Bucks and the Celtics, based on what I've seen and how dominant both of those teams were in round one, I think those are going to be the best teams. You look at them, defensively, the Boston Celtics – are as good as anyone in the entire NBA, and they have a emerging superstar in Jason Tatum that seems like he's coming into his own. Carlin, I don't feel like it's a stretch to say Jason Tatum is playing the best basketball of anyone in the entire playoff field. Is that out of pocket? Completely agree. Absolutely. His first round was amazing. Yeah. Just as so good I mean, as could be. Yeah, yeah. So he's right there. I mean, I was watching the guys, Kenny, Shaq, and uh, Barkley uh, last night, and, and they were having a conversation after the Bucks won, and they were highlighting the fact that Giannis is the best player in the world, and Shaq asked Chuck, well, who, where does Jason Tatum fit into that? And it was a consensus on the show that Jason Tatum is the second best player in the NBA right now. Now, I'm not saying that you would draft him second out of anybody, but in terms of how he's playing right now, yeah, that's how good he is. And so we're not only talking about the two best teams in the Eastern Conference, we could be talking about the two best players in the world right now squaring off. And that, to me, brings a whole lot of excitement, a whole lot of intrigue into what we're going to see. I expect it to be a long series. I I do expect that the Boston Celtics are going to find themselves on the winning side of this matchup just because their whole as a team, whereas we know that the Bucs are going to be missing Chris Middleton. And Chris Middleton is a huge loss for the Bucks, especially in crunch time minutes. Yeah, according to the Athletic, it could be even could miss conference finals if they got that far Wow! Uh, at this point. But that aside, I do think the Celtics being a minus 180 favorite is a little heavy in this series. And I know it's because of Middleton, and I know it's because of the Celtics' defense. But I have trouble believing they're going to be able to do to Giannis what they were able to do to Kevin Durant in that first round. I also think the dysfunction of the Nets, and it was almost a, a, a case of shock that they got smacked, that that really played a role too. Oh, no doubt. But here's the thing. Giannis is going to get him, Carlin. I mean, there was one play where Giannis dunked it on five Chicago Bulls players. like the, the whole team that was out there, he dunked on all of yep. them. You can't stop Giannis, but it's about stopping the others. I'm going to need for Pat Connaughton not to go for 20. Yep. I'm going to need for Grayson Allen not to drop 27. Like, I got to keep Drew Holiday in check, relatively speaking. I think that's going to be the key for the Celtics in this series. It ain't about just stopping Giannis. It's about stopping the other guys. 
Yeah, and basically you need those role players to play like role players do on the road, not nearly as well as they do at home. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.